Hello and welcome to another episode of At Home with India. I am your host and today is another day to be at home and heal with reflection as dessert. I feel like we get deep every episode, but I want to pull the covers back even more and push the envelope for me to look back on, so possible trigger warning for anyone who may need it. I don't want to beat around the bush, um, but I do want to check in really quickly. I'm really hoping that you are well and doing well with this crazy life that we are living. But just to hop right into it, to be completely honest, I have the capability of being a toxic person. I found myself compromising my morals and becoming someone that I'm not. A person that is manipulative and someone who can play the victim and someone who doesn't know when to let go even after I've paid my debts with my self-respect. I feel like I've experienced the bunker under the basement. And when I say that, I mean that even when I think I can't get any lower, I do. I find new ways to disappoint and abandon myself in multiple versions of my inner child. I will never be able to change what I've done in the past, but now that I'm sober, I feel like I'm facing the good and bad consequences that I've run from for so long. I hid behind alcohol, I hid behind my trauma, and so much more. It was easier that way, you know? But it was also prolonging the work that I would have to do in the future. Once I stopped using my vices and crutches to excuse my behavior, I had no choice but to examine the damage I had caused in not only my life, but in other people's lives that I loved. I made decisions based on fear. I'm scared to be alone and neglected by those closest to me. In the moment I feel any of these emotions, I sunk my teeth deeper and held on for dear life. The moment those emotions engulfed me, my past friends and partners were no longer dealing with India. They were dealing with a version of India that is scared to be rejected again by those she loves. That person they met in the beginning was who I am, but in this moment, (laughs) they're not dealing with her anymore. Now, it could be because of my deceased father or my emotionally unavailable mother who never made me feel safe and secure emotionally to open up to her. So in turn, I opened up to everyone else in hopes to be seen and accepted, which led to like oversharing and um, latching on to people too quickly and being too trusting. I believe that all of that is pretty spot on for me, honestly. And I'm sure we all had things that we can pinpoint as our source of trauma and be like, yep, that's when all of this went downhill. But that doesn't give us the right to be shit people and do things and not deal with the consequences. I'm not proud of the things I've done during my manic episodes fueled by fear at all. I became a person that I was not and it took humiliation and embarrassment to pull me out of those episodes. I share all of this to say that after you decide to become sober, that there can be roses and flowers after you've taken off those rose-colored glasses. It's terrifying and intimidating, but I found that the way out is through, and it's super cliche to say, but it's honestly the truth. When you're going through memory lane and shuffling through skeletons, you realize just how selfish low vibrational and angry and just nasty you were. I try not to identify too much 
with those actions and behaviors now because if I assume and believe I am a bad person, I will never believe that I am capable of change. If I believe that those bad things that I did are all the things that I am possible of being and that that's all I am worth and capable of doing, which is hurting people, I will never be able to live up to my potential of anything greater than all of the fucked up things I've done. I've allowed such poor treatment in the past because I had not forgiven myself for the decisions I had made, the decisions that have hurt other people and myself. And since I was not able to forgive myself, I normalized and accepted the bare minimum and breadcrumbing from others because that's all I thought I was worth. That's all I thought I was ever going to be able to accept because I was a bad person. This book called Conversations on Love by Natasha Lund, I hope I'm saying the last name right, but there's a quote in it that really hit me. It says, I learned that the loneliest place of all is lying in bed at night next to someone who makes you feel small with your back to theirs, still hoping they will turn over and put their arms around you. This hit me in a way that I didn't think would. For the longest, I hadn't been able to put into words everything I had experienced in relationships. And these were the moments that I became intoxicated with intrusive negative thoughts, irrational thinking, impulsive decisions, and made it my mission to get this person who made me feel like this to love me or make me feel what I felt in the beginning. It was addictive to be toxic and play a game until it wasn't fun anymore. Like any addiction though, I have relapsed and went on benders for months. Let me point out though that I'm not talking about alcohol or drugs, but more so people. Anywho, I relapsed because it was comfortable and familiar. It felt safe being in that space no matter how toxic the environment may have been. Getting sober, I was finally able to understand that me and my addictions were never going to work out. We can never coexist because of the person I have become in those environments and the person they become with me. I've become a person with loose screws and missing marbles, but I don't want to be that person anymore. Ultimately, I don't have to be that person. After I got sober, the want for toxicity didn't go away. I feel like it fades instead, but it will never really go away to me. People, in my opinion, bring out parts of you, either good or bad. And when getting sober, it's not healthy to be around people who are still deep in their addictions. I used to believe that I could still survive in these environments. I just wouldn't partake. But I simply couldn't because those environments reminded me of all the things I did for love and because of fear. I may relapse again, but from one of my favorite adult animated series, you do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. You turn yourself around every time. If you relapse again, you are not diminished in worth. You are not a failure. You didn't screw up. You turn yourself around. You are still allowed forgiveness, grace, and patience, especially from yourself.
I feel like I've learned that waiting for others to forgive me or see me as my new identity wasn't actually possible. I would essentially be waiting forever. I started living and walking towards the identity that I wanted and that I saw for myself. And not long after, I felt like others around me noticed, but it wasn't for them. It was for me. I feel like I'm living the idea that healing isn't linear. I take two steps forward with five steps back at times. But I never completely stop working and trying to become a better person. I won't give up on myself because I am the only one who can ride for me as hard as I do. Try not to sit in those bad things that you have done. Take control of your sobriety. You don't need drugs, alcohol, or people to make you fun or interesting. Giving up the pieces of your treasure mentally, physically, spiritually, or sexually is not a death sentence. You can gain all of those things back through reflection, shadow work, forgiveness, alignment, and interpersonal communication. Everything can start and end with you. All it takes is a seed of thought to flourish into a beautiful bouquet of growth. And I hope that makes sense, but I truly do believe that. I feel as though sometimes though and I'm not sure if too many people can relate I find that when I am in the midst of changing my identity and becoming someone new I always fear that this new person won't be accepted because people have known a version of me for so long so they've learned this person of intoxication essentially they've seen me engulfed in fear and erratic behavior and impulse that seeing me any other way that is so opposite of that isn't realistic so I won't be taken seriously but I've learned that's okay it's I feel as though in my opinion the consequence and the reality of becoming a new person even though you may be working towards being a new person who you were before has consequences whether good or bad that sometimes you still need to deal with and it's not the person that you impacted's fault for not wanting or not being able to believe that you are a new person so don't take it out on them continue to look inward and reflect about that consequence and learn from it so that the next person that enters your life doesn't have to experience that version of you anymore i want to end this podcast with a few phrases that pull me back into my bubble when i feel myself about to relapse into old habits or even toxic ways of thinking the first one that i really like is that's none of my business um deciphering between what is your business and what is not will save you so much energy that you probably were giving away freely save it for something that's actually worth it someone a very wise woman taught me that not caring is probably the best thing you can do because when you care about too much you give your away too willingly to people and things that don't matter if you live a fulfilling life and fill gaps and voids in your life with things that bring you joy and happiness without another person 
you'll realize just how much you are giving a about things that don't matter or that is none of your business so for example you don't know those people in like customer service who like take out their shitty life onto like other people because they have nothing going on in theirs so like think about customers who come in and cuss out like cashiers because they don't have any change like stuff like that that truly don't doesn't matter how people care so much about it because they may not have fulfilling and exciting lives find things to give a fuck that don't require you to take out your life on other people simply because you hate yours so again that's none of my business just give it a try and see how quickly you de-escalate and how quickly you stop spiraling mentally with just a phrase the next one is i am not my mistakes i have a terrible habit of hurting my feelings and making myself into a bad guy who's not worth forgiveness or redemption understanding that you are not your mistakes will allow you to move towards a person that you do want to be so when someone asks you who are you you don't pull from the mistakes and terrible things you did i don't want this phrase though to become an excuse to be a shitty person and not take accountability but at the same time I want this phrase to be used in a way for you to move forward in the right direction. So those are the only two phrases that I wanted to share and leave with you guys. I hope that you really enjoyed this very raw and open podcast that I wanted to do for quite some time, but was too ashamed to do because I was still punishing myself. So I appreciate you guys for listening to my podcast. It really just touched me and you guys will catch me in my next one. Have an amazing day. Do some reflection and journaling and yeah, that's it for this guys. Bye.